amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for season for season fifteen, episode thirteen, titled "Teacher Makeovers." My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one healthy co-host, one not so healthy co-host. First from the podcast, Bravo, Bravo, effing Bravo! Please say, reveal yourself to Nathan Patrick Brown. Hello, Nathan. How are you? G'day, Joe. How you going, mate? G'day. G'day, <laughs> matey. Do you guys say matey? Does anybody ever say matey? Uh, sometimes, if you want to be condescending. Oh, really? That's like, yeah. a, like that's a condescending. If you're going to fight with a guy at the bar, with a boken mm-hmm. at the bar, mm-hmm. you're going to like, oh, that's right, matey. There's a saying that in Australia, you call your mates cunts and your cunts mates. Oh. I've, now I've wondered, I've always wondered why there's never like great quotes from Australians. And <laughs> <laughs> now we know the answer because that's the kind of quotes they're giving you. And from the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say Shady, Harry, and a thief. <laughs> <laughs> three for three. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to the very sick, Taylor the Latte Boy. Hello, Taylor. How are you? Hey everybody, how are you? Not <gasps> not the quote that I was thinking. Oh, I know. I gasped because I forgot to write a part of the script. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you gagged sorry, us a bit for sure. Yeah, sorry. I thought for sure that I thought I knew what the quote was going to be. That one's pretty good too. I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be. I offered him five hundred dollars to shave his eyebrows. Oh, no, the old, no, it wasn't. The closest it was was there was a part where Mistress said, I'm hungry. I want to eat or something like that. <laughs> and I was, that was going to be it, but I like the other one better. Yeah, that was um, pretty good. All right, boys. Well, look, we're trying something new here, actually, because this is where I usually either, you know, because we're, we're in different places now. We're on YouTube, we're on Patreon, we're on TikTok, we're on this, we're on that, you know. So, and then this is a place where I usually plug something, but a YouTube plug here doesn't make sense if it's here on YouTube, and a Patreon plug doesn't make sense if you're blah, 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 blah. So here's what we're doing. We're going to cut right now, and then in post, for whatever you are, I'm putting it later. So let's cut to that right now. Patreon. I talk about it every week, but I really need you guys to hear me out. If you like listening to me and the other hosts you've heard this season on Drag Race Recap and would like to hear more then you're definitely going to want to join the Afterthought Media Patreon page. There is a whole Afterthought universe that you're missing out on. Love Lori Roggenkamp and Jay Ellis? I'm on a show with them called The Tea, which is the most popular show on Afterthought after this one, of course. Actually, if you're a big Lori fan, 
She's on a few Afterthought Patreon-only shows like Fat Camp, Slay, Hallmark Homos, and Genius Parade. And depending on the tier you join, you could have a new Afterthought show in your feed nearly every day of the week. So what are you waiting for? Support gay media and get more content over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. That's patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. All right, very good. You see, that's how it works. Uh, and now we're going to jump right into the part I didn't write, because you write it at the end, the part where I'm like, this week, and I wrote mm-hmm. the script and everything, I'm like, oh, I didn't write it. So I'm going to try, let's see if I can wing it. Let's see if I can okay. wing it. All right. This week, the queen split, spilled the tea, and for this week's maxi challenge, they're making over some fierce education professionals. Anitra is named the winner of the challenge, while Lux Noir London and Lucy LaDuca are placed in the bottom two after lip sync battle for their lives. Lux is told Shantae you stay, while Lucy LaDuca is let loose by uh, RuPaul. You got that. Ladies, name, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's start with our very own Taylor the Latte Boy. Um, he used to be on this show in Nathan's chair, and then I fired him. Yes, exactly. And- That's exactly what happened. And I came on to intimidate Nathan. I came on to make sure that he's shaking in his boots. Okay, let's with Nathan here. Let's settle this, Taylor. We've <laughs> talked about this <laughs> multiple, multiple times. We've talked about this. What did you tell me before? I remember I invited you on for like Meet the Queens or season premiere. And what did you say to me? I said because it was Nathan's first time on as the second okay. chair that it didn't sure. seem fair to have me on as well. That is what Why? I said. Because Why? it's it's his moment. This is his moment. <laughs> this should have been <laughs> have where, it. Have <laughs> it. So that I did not I did not want to I did not want to take away from that from him. Because also mm-hmm. I just listened to an episode of I forgot I was on Throwing Down twice last year, and I'm going back and listening to old shows. Yeah. Throwing down to the show we have on Patreon, and it's available to our Patreon supporters. And at one point on one of the episodes, it was the first time that Nathan and I met because he signed in for a few minutes. And he said, are you sure you don't want to come back for 15? He was a, he was worried that I was going to change my mind. And I didn't want him to think that that if you suddenly say, by the way, Taylor's going to be on the first show, that he's going to go, oh, God, it's all, it's all being taken away from me. So I didn't want to do that to him. And I have thoroughly enjoyed listening to Nathan this season. Nathan, you want to respond to this? Thanks, Taylor. That was very nice of you. And I'm just glad it didn't turn into a whole big thing and, and no one took it further than it needed to go. And he's bringing it up for 14 weeks later. Nobody embellished. Yeah, no, nobody over-dramatized. All I need is a skinny 12, 20-year-old black girl to be next to me. And boy, is this season 15. If I just moved over and a skinny 20-year-old fashion queen just sat next to me and we could just be mean t- tag team being mean to you guys. <laughs> Ugh, what a show that would be. Well, let's uh let's actually jump right into it. After Selena's elimination, Selena leaves a shady we- message. <laughs> you didn't get Sorry. to ask us what the two things we like and one thing we did not. I already answered for you. I already answered for you. I already said Taylor, his favorite thing was. Uh, he's all like, let me tell you my favorite thing. First of all, <sighs> if Lucy LaDuca was on another, I turned to my husband and I said, if Lucy LaDuca comes on another episode, we're getting divorced. 
<laughs> Whoa, that's pretty harsh. Okay, no, I'm sorry. Taylor, go ahead. What are the two things you liked about the episode the one thing you didn't? I loved the mini challenge. I think that they should do something like that every season. That that should be if they do like the reading challenge like they do every year. That this could be something that could also be fun. I know last year, I think they did. Was last year the Wheel of Fortune? No, that was during All-Stars Winners where they had to do the play the Wheel of Fortune game. And they had another one where they had to do Drag Race Trivia. I think that that should just be one of the things that they do every year. So that's one thing that I liked. Other thing that I liked was I liked all the makeovers. I thought all the make all four of the five makeovers were great. I thought, and they did a really, really good job. The thing that I don't like is I really did not like Lux this episode. I d- I mm-hmm. just like her personality or just her personality. There was I, she, I've never been a huge Lux fan. But there was something about her. I guess any time that they have these makeover episodes and there isn't that connection or they seem disappointed with who they got, I only think I my mind goes to the what was it like for that teacher to watch this episode tonight and hear her say things like, you know, oh, she's trying to sabotage me with this one. That's not a very nice thing to say. You know, it's one thing if she's saying it about Lucy because Lucy signed up for all of this. But to say it about, you know, a lay person coming in, I I didn't think that was necessarily nice. All right. Nathan Patrick Brown. Uh, I agree with Taylor. I loved the mini challenge. I thought that was really fun. I would like to see it recur. I also thought the teachers were really cute. At first, I was like, oh, teachers. But then uh, as we got to know them, I was like, okay, they they're quite no endearing. Class. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> Yeah. Um, and the one thing I did not was Rue's outfit this week. I thought it was hideous. Uh, Usually Rue yes. looks so good, but this one I was like, oh, oh, I wish the season one filter was back. Do you think she was trying to be- It was like a clueless thing? Sort of like clueless. That's what I was going to say. Like she was, it was yeah. a play on Cher's outfit from Clueless. And how many times has that been done? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to take up more time. I-, I I'm in complete agreement with you with the two things that you guys like. The one thing that I'm different on is the thing I didn't like. I am as much as Lucy LaDuca drove me up the fucking wall and I wanted a fucking you fucking whore. (laughs) What are you doing here? I'm going to miss her. I'm going to miss the delusion. I'm going to miss it all. But this is something that happens. I mean, like. You saw this when season six, when they tried to paint Ben as a villain, she went home in this position. Yeah, the next couple episodes are going to be a lot more boring. Sorry. Like, who are Mistress and Lux going to pick on? Anitra? Nobody. There really isn't anybody. No, they're not going to go after Anitra. It's going to be a love fest. It's going to be awful. All right. After Selena's elimination, Selena leaves a shady message on the mirror for the girls. Lucy brings it back to herself. The girls revisit the moment on the main stage when they had to name names. Nathan, let's start with you. Any big thoughts on this cold open, like the the, the message that Selena left, Lucy's reaction to that message, the conversation at the couch later? Any, any thoughts here? Well, I sort of loved that mirror message. I love that it was a bit shady. Um, saying she got what she deserved. I thought that was fun. And I loved Lux doubling down on what she said about Lucy on the on the main stage. And when Lucy said, oh, Lux seemed to enjoy my drag when I helped her in the comedy challenge. It's like, well, yeah, she was your teammate. She's not going to actively root against you when you're on a team together, dickhead. And I have that as a note here because also Lux was shady towards Lucy's drag before the comedy. It wasn't like Lux had these episodes where she was nice to Lucy and then the no because that was the the plot line of that episode was that these two queens who don't really get along were put together 
Yeah. So like it was just a one the blip was Lux getting along with Lucy and she was playing nice because they were teammates. Taylor, what about you? Any thoughts? Um, I guess when Lucy was talking about her experience up there and they all seemed very like, well, here we go again, you know, when she would before she wiped off the mirror message, they all do that. They all talk about how hard it is to be up there in lip sync and just how scary it is. And so for them to edit, I get that Lucy has gotten this edit of where she's this delusional person. And I'm not saying she's not delusional, but it just didn't seem fair when, you know, I remember you know, other times in which girls have had to send another girl home and they turn around and go, I didn't realize how hard that was going to be to do that and how scary that was and and all of those sort of things. Um, we got another I'm in my this era, which has like stopped trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Um, and that was annoying. But I the, the Lux thing, the Lux and Lucy thing, I thought could have gone south real fast. And the fact that they both just sort of were congenial to each other almost made it where you were kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Going with the um, the era thing, I was talking about it with somebody this week, which is, it doesn't bother me that much. I see what you're saying, know where you're coming from, but I'm almost wondering if it's one of those things we, where we are seeing something that was probably really only a few days of jokes in their head, but because it's stretched out over weeks, it seems mm-hmm. like, oh God, they're being this this uh, joke to death. But for them, it was probably a shorter life than this let loose joke that's going around the internet. But but we it's stretched out for us over multiple episodes. And you I know think, that that maybe. will be when they when they have the finale that when mistress comes out on the stage that'll be when michelle does the issues you know she's in her top four era it's mistress isabel Bro- you know it'll be just one of those yeah, that'll roll your happen. eyes one more time yeah you're, no, i don't disagree with that nathan any other thoughts on this cold open or anything no i was gonna say you know i disagree with taylor again uh because I was like annoyed that Lucy kept bringing it back to herself. Like here, first of all, I thought it was rich that she was like, "I know how Selena feels." You guys, two of you guys, named me and didn't <laughs> feel good. I'm like, but Selena's talking about her. <laughs> Selena is talking about her. You know, it remind when I was like in my twenties, I lived with these two girls, right? And I wouldn't mm-hmm. call them drug addicts, but <laughs> they they like to party, right? Mm-hmm. They like to party. And um, one day I was asleep and in the middle of the night, one I shared a room with one of the girls and the girl that didn't share a room with me was carrying over her shoulder the one who shared a room with me, who's now like dead weight. She's, uh, you know, zeroed out on GHB. Oh, my God. And um, yeah. And like she, this little girl trying to carry this other girl. And she's like dragging her before I'm like trying to like find out what's going on. Yeah, like to come maybe I would help them, but I was like, what's going on? But before I can, this the little girl who's carrying the G'd out girl loses her (laughs) grip on her, and the girl, she's dead weight, she's out, right? (laughs) Falls, bangs her head into the wall, and blood starts coming down her face from her eyebrow. Oh my god. And the other girl looks to me and says, 
look what she did. (laughs) (laughs) And this is what it felt like. Did you just go back to bed, by the way? Like what? Just roll over. How does that end? Yeah, we put her, I put her in bed. I helped put her in bed. And I was just like, this motherfucking place. So I am dying to see how Reddit explodes. One of the things I didn't mention last week, and I want to mention it here. I I, I held my tongue, but now what I saw on Reddit this past week, I'm not going to hold my tongue. Is, look, and I want to say, I don't think it's most of the fandom. That's the problem with Reddit, is the Reddit gives a voice to very loud minority, right? Not minorities, like we know, not POC, just like a small section of people, and they scream and yell, and it makes it seem like there's a lot of them. Right. But on Reddit this week, there were a lot of people, there's a lot of chatter, if you will, about Mistress and Lux are bullies, and yada, 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 ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. And I was like, where were these bitches two weeks ago? It, this didn't start. This this conversation did not start until Marsha was gone. And mm. there was only one white girl left in the competition. And now all of a sudden, uh, we're bullying Lucy. And she's amazing. And she's great. And this episode, she said some cracked out, crazy ass, <laughs> caucasity shit. Yeah. And so, like, it's like literally, and by the way, this did not pass me, editors. This did not pass me. At the end, she's talking about how angry she is, that she shouldn't have gone home, blah, 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 blah. And as she's talking, Mm -hmm. they're showing her write a mirror message that is completely opposite of what she is (laughs) saying. Yes. And that's not by accident. They're showing that this fucking bitch, you know, the miss, are you saying I'm not being real right now? Yeah, you're not real. So I don't know. <laughs> I, it can't be because of race. I don't get it. Taylor, defend. No, Taylor and Nathan, defend all white people right now. Please go. <laughs> you can take that one, Taylor. No, I cannot. That's completely. <laughs> that's fine. I'm third chair now. You welcome welcome to the, the Thunderdome. You, you can do it. You're second chair. Defend all white people. Yeah, defend all white people, Nathan. I can't. Well, I can't defend this Lucy. Um, because I feel like if anyone's bullied Lucy, it's me. It's me and you, Joe. We've we've been at the forefront True. of the anti-Lucy brigade. And that moment True. where she's she did that mirror message, she had a longer soundbite than any of these queens because she just kept talking. Oh. And it was so yeah. funny how she just would not shut the fuck up about how wronged she is. And I think, yeah, maybe the editors are leaning into it. Absolutely. She's giving them exactly what they want. N- uh, t- uh, people don't know this. Oh, God. Taylor strangely wrote a book <laughs> a few years ago called Abuse, Let Lucy Abuse uh, <laughs> by Tate of the Latte Boy DDS. <laughs> and so he particularly um, suited for this. Taylor, as a, as a mental health professional, I know you're not her therapist and I know right. you're not diagnosing Lucy here, but have you seen right. people who have similar sort of uh, delusions, if you will. And what would you say about that type of person that isn't Lucy? Well, okay. And again, I'm not Lucy's therapist, but there is definitely some, you know, people think that, and again, I am not diagnosing her with this, but people tend to think that there is a, you know, when you have narcissistic personality disorder, that it is, 
you know, it is only like, I love myself and everything is great, you know, all that kind of stuff. There actually is a form of narcissistic personality disorder is when we feel really inferior, we are constantly trying to talk ourselves up. And I feel like I have other, I have clients that are like this in which they talk about how amazing they are. And I'm looking at them going with, with, you know, two or three sentences right now, I could have you wither. I'm not going to do that because I don't punch down on my clients, but there is where you have to kind of get them to be a, don't cock your head like that, Nathan. <laughs> I was like, wouldn't it be fun to like every once in a while though? In my fantasies. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There are times that I just like, and there are times that I do, I have um, told a client about themselves, but I do it in a way that is very professional um, and in a way that, a way that is productive. So I, d- I did that actually with a client like this a couple of weeks ago in which we, I'm not going to get into details, but we had a conversation where I went, you know, can I share my observations about the last 35 minutes and then just just like vomited all over this guy. Um, And I think Lucy is similar in which she is overcompensating for maybe, you know, she's talked about being made fun of in high school because of her voice. She's been, you know, that she wasn't appreciated, you know, for her talent and stuff like that. And that's kind of fuck with your head to some degree. And uh, I think that that may be part of where she is. You know, we have talked about in previous seasons, my feelings on bullying with different, you know, the the example was always that I gave before was Roxy and Jinx in, in season five. I don't look at what Lux and what Lux and Mistress have done with Lucy this season as bullying. Because particularly Mistress is this, this is from my understanding and the way that it has been described, not only by Mistress, but by other, you know, podcasts and things that I've read online and that sort of stuff is this is that in the back room between songs, everybody kikiing and just kind of throwing shade at one another. And I don't think that because, you know, she definitely did that with other queens earlier in the season. She did that with Sugar and Spice to some degree, but she also was very, you know, she was very motherly to them. And I think that Lucy just doesn't get that because it plays into her inferiority, her feelings of inferiority. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on here. The next day, Mistress promises to make it to the top four and to win the day's challenge. The mini challenge. We have a million challenge this week. Uh, it's called Spill the Tea. The queens need to spill the tea on each other to get the most points and win the challenge. Lucy wins the challenge. An advantage in the max. There's a lot of word challenge here. And the, uh, an advantage in the maxi challenge. This week, it's a makeover challenge. For this season's makeover, the queens need to make over some worthy educators and make them part of their drag families. As the winner of the mini challenge, Lucy chooses her own teacher and also assigns her competitors to the other educators. When Lucy assigns the one black girl to Sasha, Lux speculates that it was an intentional strategy on Lucy's part. Tay the latte boy. Why don't you go ahead and give us your thoughts on everything that happened with the mini challenge and the assigning of the teams and all of that. I love the mini challenge. I thought it was something that took some thought. And I mean, Lucy showed it took some strategy too. the fact that she lifted her own name because she said, I know you all are going to vote for me. So this way pushes me ahead of everybody else. Um, And I would love to see, as I said earlier, I would love to see something every season in which there is a game like this that they do. Um, And uh, I absolutely believe that Lucy tried to sabotage Lux by, by giving 
the one the one black teacher to Sasha and the lady that looked nothing like Lux to Lux. Well, we now know that it was confirmed and untucked. Lucy fessed up. And oh, she did? That exa- yes, that is exactly what led to a small argument where Lucy said, where Lux asked her, and Lucy said, well, you know, uh, you're doing so well in the competition, I didn't want to give you an advantage. And then Lux pointed out, well, actually, Sasha is the one, you know, ahead. So I don't know why you're doing it to me, because Sasha is the one who's actually leading. And then that's when Lucy said, well, Sasha never said that I have, you know, a non-unique drag or whatever. And so, and I can drag. respect that if she owns up to it and and was well owned up to it more and was like, yeah, I wanted to th- yeah. throw you under the bus. I'd be like, okay, work, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, it did lead to her own demise, but I think I think, and we spoke on this. I mean, the looks were great across the board, even Lucy's. Uh, and well, no, not across the board. Lux had some problems, but um, like they were nitpicking on Lucy more than they were on the other ones. Uh, they were talking about how, well, I don't know, we're, ta- we're getting ahead of ourselves. Well, because that's because it was decided before they even got yes. out there that it was Lucy's week. So they had to come up with something. Very yes. similar to last week's with Wigloose. Everybody did amazing. So they just kind of had to come up with something for for those two people. Which is m- more speaks to the, the whole thing with track records and all, that doesn't matter who they want to go home is going to go home. Track record, schmack record. It doesn't matter. Nathan, do you <laughs> want to say anything? Yeah, so this Novena, she's never really bothered me before, but now she's giving me that absolute vodka guy vibes. Oh, yeah. And Jeffrey she, I, I just don't. Yes. I don't know why she needs to pop in every season. Like, the way she delivered those catchphrases with no emotion, she was like, Rue, I have one thing to say. Bam. And I was like, bitch, could you have had a Red Bull before coming on set? Like, why are you so sleepy? And she yeah. goes, sickening, no. And I'm like, you're not even, you're not even doing it right, Dal. So, yeah, yeah. she can go. I'm sure that's in the contract that she gets to come one time mm. a season. Yeah. It's better than her mom. Now, you know, sometimes you go to Disneyland. I don't know how to do it with Disney World. And they'll have a Tinkerbell. When you get close to that Tinkerbell, you're like, oh, she's rough. She must be like the C team Tinkerbell, right? That, yeah. You sound like Ross Matthews right now. It's like, you know that thing when you're at Disneyland you and you see a Tinkerbell? You <laughs> when you go to Disneyland and you go to the Tinkerbell, that's you. Yeah. When you look like a busted Tinkerbell and it kind of makes you sad, that's you right yeah, now. And you kind of look at this Tinkerbell, you look like she's had a maybe a rough time over at Coconuts in Palm Springs. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> anyway, but that is Norvina where I'm all like, you're like, oh, she's going for like a young Gaga thing going on. Yeah. What she's doing about talking voice. But you're like, when you examine it a little bit, you're like, ooh, what's go- what is going on here? I wonder how I'll, I'll look up and see how old she is. Okay, you're looking up how Nor- you think her. You think Norvina is so big that uh, her name is her age is in Google? We're going to find <laughs> out right now. She might have IMDb from these credits. Yeah. She is 35 years old. Oh, wow. She's going oh, to be president. Oh, we yes. said the same Woo-hoo. time, Nathan. We're such a good, we have such a good chemistry, Nathan. Like, I think we almost like belong together. Mm. We're such a good team. Hi, Taylor. <clears throat> One more thing. <laughs> what about how Lucy, she picks this person who already looks like her and then she goes, oh my God, I'm so glad I got you. I was like, bitch, you picked. What do you mean you're yeah. so glad you ended up with the one that looks like you? 
that's a dog whistle. That is a fucking dog whistle. She's also the only white one. <laughs> Which, look, again, be honest. Saying, listen, I have makeup for my skin tone. This is going to be perfect. I know how to do this skin tone. Great. I'm glad I picked you, but not like, I saw you, and we are the same, you know, energy. Yeah, energy, energy. Oh, yeah. She's big with the energy to just, yeah. like, as a buzzword to cover up what she's really trying to say. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, any other thoughts on this mini challenge, maxi challenge, all that shit, all that for the day? Any other thoughts, Nathan? I thought for the most part she did a very fair job of assigning the other teachers to the to the other contestants. Yeah, she really did. The only the one tricky thing is I probably would have switched Sasha and Lux. Other than that, it's like, yeah. Um, all right. Uh well, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we are going to talk about the rest of the episode. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would I do for an extra hour in the day? I'll tell you, I want to write more. In a, in a, in a previous life, I... Uh, was a writer, wanted to be a writer, all that jazz, you know, wrote things. And then it seems now that a podcast, which is a, a, a great creative outlet, by the way, I just write less. And well, I do write a lot. I just, I don't know why I'm going on about this. I write less. I don't write creatively as much as I want to. Now it's mostly just writing about RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever's coming up for the show. And if I had an extra hour, I would spend it writing. And that's what I would do with an extra hour. That's what matters to me. But what matters to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. I have benefited very much from therapy. And it's helped me set priorities in my life. Hell, the reason I am a podcaster full time is because of therapy. It helped me realize where my priorities were. And I benefited from therapy, and I think everyone can benefit from therapy, and that's why I think you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, it's designed to be convenient, it's designed to be flexible, and you can totally fit it in your own schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. We are back during the break. Taylor quit and rejoined about four <laughs> times. Mostly because he was really intimidated by 
Nathan. In the mm-hmm. workroom, Anitra makes an ethnic bond with Ms. Mahoney. Lucy compares bra sizes with Mrs. Wallace. Mistress listens to Ms. Tang share her experience as a queer Latina art teacher. Sasha cheers on Mrs. March Banks' love of drag race. And Luck struggles to find a connection with Ms. Reyes. Later, Mistress and Lucy have their partners battle it out on the catwalk with Lucy's partner winning Anitra's choice. Uh, let's go with you, Nathan. Nathan, any big uh, thoughts here? I loved that Mistress got her teacher to challenge Lucy's to a walk-off. And I just thought that was a fun little bit. But already, like, Miss Thing's heels were too high for there to be a family resemblance with Mistress anyway. So, I don't know who she was kidding. And when she said, like, oh, we're doing gowns to cover up the kitten heels. I was like, Mistress, you always preempt my critique. Like, she's she's quick and she knows what she's doing. And I love her just commitment to a kitten heel. All right. Taylor the Latte Boy. I, it feels like every time we have one of these makeover challenges, there's always at least one makeover girl that's very much of the, I don't know if I'm comfortable in that and I don't want to show too much skin or I don't know if I'm going to walk. And the fact that all five of them said, I'm down for whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you want to do, mm-hmm. I'm d- let's, let's, let's do it and let's go big, you know, was wonderful it was very refreshing that we didn't get that old trope of one of them while lux struggled with her teacher it wasn't because the teacher wasn't down for whatever yeah they were all ready to let loose yes they they were they were definitely ready to let were, um, on the um on the lux thing that you just brought up taylor like did you think it was funny how everyone else was getting to know their teacher and lux seemingly didn't care and it wasn't t- until she was doing her makeup she was like oh you've got queer kids and i'm like yeah bitch if you asked her a single question yesterday right. you would have known that by now <laughs> yeah so if you had taken the time to bond with your bond with your teacher then maybe you wouldn't have ended up in the bottom because you would have gotten to know her better and it yeah it, it felt very like well, you're getting this in under the wire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have all these points, but you guys made all my points. Where It looks we're, we're all in sync. For this week's table visits, Mama Rue has her parent-teacher conferences with the girls and their teachers. We learn all their drag names and what kind of outfits they're all going to wear. Meanwhile, Lucy claims that she didn't even give a shit when the other girls named her as the queen that should go <laughs> home. Later on the main stage, the queen's teacher partners how to lip sync. By the way, it's Elimination Day, and the queens beat their teacher's faces for the runway. Anitra gives her teacher a resting bitch face. Lux learns her teacher left the Catholic Church because of their position on homosexuality. The queens and their teachers dish the dirt on drag lingo. Meanwhile, Mistress reveals her teacher's mug. Taylor, let's start with you. Uh, Your thoughts on the table visits, on the main stage, lip sync coaching, on the Elimination Day. Give it all to us right now. This is this episode, the makeover challenge is one that I always like. I just always kind of like this episode, but particularly because how cordial and friendly, authentic or not, Rue is with the the guests in which she definitely seems to want to get to know them Mm. and laughs at their jokes and is very cordial and very friendly. So that is always nice to watch. And other than the fact of where she told, she, she told Lucy's partner, you know, well, two people told said that you shouldn't be here this week, you know, and you saw that you saw her teacher go like, Oh no. (laughs) She kind of looked like, Oh shit. I got the dud. Um, Yeah. I got the dud. Um, And we'll see that also later during the during the judges critiques. Um, I loved the fact that the that Sasha's 
Um, Sasha's teacher said that one of her favorite queens is Laomi from the ball house <laughs> scene and just how that completely blew Sasha's mind that it was, it wasn't the typical like, you know, Oh, I like Trixie Mattel or I like Bianca mm-hmm. Del Rio. It was somebody, and it was somebody that's never been on drag race. And from what I understand would never be on drag race. So the fact that she said that was actually pretty cool. Nathan. I loved Miss Reyes dancing on the main stage. I thought Spice had more rhythm. Like it's, it's just so endearing to see these people like as a fish out of water. It was, it was great. Yeah. And I think, I don't know why I'm talking about Mistress so much, but she just, she gives good TV. There was, in that table visit with Rue, I feel like she was just, like, giving her teacher lines to say. Because when Rue's like, what has Mistress taught you? And she goes, to live authentically. And I'm like, you're an out queer woman. And it took Mistress Isabel Brooks to convince you to live authentically from a 20-minute chat. Like, what? Right. Uh, an out queer woman art history teacher in a multicolored blouse on national TV. <laughs> right. But uh, uh, mistress taught her how to live authentically. Uh, here was something that was shocking to me. And I know that on the, at the risk of sounding, I wouldn't say misogynistic. I don't know. It's just more short-sighted, I think, is a better way of saying this. There are women who don't know how to wear heels. And I'm just, I'm not saying that because women should wear heels. But I'm just saying, I just feel from a young age... Women are trained to wear high heels, you know, just because it's expected socially, you know, uh, culturally in this country that women wear high heels. But they were like, are you comfortable wearing high heels? And I was like, but I don't know that much. Taylor, you're a woman. What? what, <laughs> what <do> you... <laughs> um, Tell me about I this. I think, well, having been in multiple schools for uh, previous positions that I've I've had for work, you know, mm-hmm. most teachers do not wear heels during oh, the I day see. they're usually mm-hmm. in sneakers or they're in flats or they're in something like that so mm-hmm. you get well i'm sure that those teachers have worn heels in the past when your foot gets used to wearing a flat shoe to suddenly then go to a heel and not only a heel but a drag queen heel i mean some of those heels were like stripper heels i can see where it, some of them would be a little uh uneasy now taylor i usually go to you as an expert on these things and i really respect your opinion but i'm gonna have to disagree with you because I saw the music video for the Van Halen song Hot for Teacher, and she <laughs> was definitely wearing very high heels. In that is one of my that. favorite videos from the 80s. Is it really? Yes, I love that song, too. That is definitely a, that is, I, I love everything about that. So. Hmm. That's, that's actually that's actually a surprising fact. That, that, that is actually a surprising fact for me about Taylor. That, that a, is. A, liking that song and the video. Yes, I I love the video and I love the song. And that was the last song on Guitar Hero. Mm -hmm. So I that that was that was like the final boss kind of thing. So and I remember I was off one day and I sat and I played that song for like hours until I got it 100% right. Oh, wow. Look at her. Guitar Hero, Taylor the Latte Boy. Did you Mm -hmm. ever do that thing when you were playing Guitar Hero? I got super into Guitar Hero. And where sometimes I go to sleep at night and the muscle memory of my fingers, I would be going like this, you know, with my fingers. No, not so much that. But when I hear certain songs now in my head, I picture yellow, yellow, red, yellow, yellow, red, yellow, yellow, red, green, yellow. Like where I, ju- I can see the I can see the the buttons coming down at me on the screen. So Band on the Run is a song that I I definitely see that. Nathan, can you relate to any of this at all? Were you a big Guitar Hero fan? No, I never really played Guitar Hero, but sometimes, like, if I'm playing, like, the Switch or something, and 
like I'm watching a rerun of The Nanny or something. And then if I also watch that rerun of The Nanny like two years later, I, I, I think of the game. I, I don't know. There's something in sense memory okay. there. So I, I, I that didn't make sense, did it? <laughs> I, I really, I think you just said words. No, like, I, I get what he's you're saying. You're understanding this, Taylor? Yes, yes. So, Can you explain so it using then? the nanny. Okay, so when I, Golden Girls used to be on on Saturday nights. And when I was a kid, occasionally I would spend the night at my grandmother's and my grandmother always had orange soda and like vanilla ice cream so that I can make like orange soda floats. So occasionally when I am watching Golden Girls, I almost get like the taste of like a, a creamsicle in in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> you just said you went to sleep playing guitar like it's the yeah. same thing i wasn't playing the guitar my muscles would just move because they've been right. doing that so often very good well and our muscles were moving too his brain muscle and my tongue muscle i'm sure i have some sort of similar thing you know, oh no 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 i do actually oh my gosh oh, well. i do this morning i went to mcdonald's right and i was mm-hmm. thinking to myself like what is what is it with my love of McDonald's? No, that wasn't this morning. It was yesterday afternoon. And there's important why I say yesterday afternoon. And I go, why do I have this love of McDonald's? What is it about McDonald's specifically? And there was a minivan in front of me and some kids jumping around in the back. And the mom took an ice cream, handed it back, took a sundae, handed it back, and then took a bag of McDonald's and handed it back. And it just, this it was almost like Proust with the Madeline all these memories came rushing back to me and I was like, oh, McDonald's was like a reward that my parents would give me and my brother when we were good. And that reminds me of being a good boy. I got to have McDonald's and that's the association. That's the association I have with McDonald's. I was a good boy. I deserve this prize. Like the food critic in Ratatouille when he eats and he has that flashback. Yes. That's you with Macca's. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other thing I want to talk about was, you know, again, I want to like, look, I'm willing to see a side on people who defend a drag queen. I may not agree with them, but I'm willing to hear them out. Okay. We call balls mm-hmm. and strikes on this, Jumby. For that reason, I still don't understand these queens who are like, Lucy's amazing. She's a wonderful person, yada, yada, yada. They're making this up. It's all lies. When on the show, in front of us, as if we didn't see this, Lucy tells... Okay, this has come up a couple of times this season. Where the queens inform RuPaul or tell RuPaul as if she doesn't know (laughs) what's going on in the workroom. Right. And this is another one where Lucy acts like RuPaul doesn't know exactly what's going on in the workroom. And she says, when she asks how she felt about her name being said, as if... RuPaul has no idea that it bugged the living shit out of Lucy. We saw it on Untucked. We saw it in the confessionals. She won't stop talking about it. The next day she's talking about it. And she's like, it didn't, it didn't bother me at all. And I'm like, yeah. do you realize she has producers who are telling you what you're saying in the confessionals? Do you realize that she knows everything that's going on in the set the entire time? And right. so that's it. Again, so either she's lying or she's delusional. I actually think in a strange way, it's both with her. I don't think the left side knows what the right side is doing. It's almost multiple personalities. 
Thank you. One thing that I say to new clients when I meet them during their intake is I say. Bring me a bag of Snickers every week. <laughs> donuts. Um, oh, okay. Munchkins. Dunkin' Donuts munchkins. But I will say something along the lines of, I want you to feel comfortable to talk about any of the things that you want to talk about in here. Mm-hmm. That being said, I have a really good bullshit detector. I said, and I said, I, and I'm not saying that, like, I don't want you to lie to me. I said, if you feel like you want to bullshit me, this is your time. You just do whatever. But I will call you out if you're bullshitting yourself. If I think you're bullshitting yourself. I said, because we all get really good at doing that to ourselves sometimes. And this may be an example of this with Lucy in which she, she's not looking, thinking back to things that she said, things that she did, things that will eventually show up on air. But if she just kind of says the things of, oh, no, it's fine. Everything's fine. I, I completely just, you know, water off a duck's back sort of thing. I think that there may be some delusions, Lucy delusions. Okay, this is really annoying. Taylor said earlier, I tell my clients, I have a really good bullshit detector. He didn't say, I'm the one that gave it to him. For Christmas one year, <laughs> I found one on eBay, and I had it sent to him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even give me the credit. All right, well, let's see where I stand. All right, we don't really talk about the looks on this show, but since it's an integral part of the show, I'll let you guys have the floor for a little bit. We have the looks. The category was drag family resemblance. Now, we talk about these in depth on a show we have called Bring It to the Runway, but we can cover if there's any relevant looks you want to talk about. Let's start with you, uh, Nathan. Yeah, I mean, I really thought Sasha could have won this. I thought she looked amazing, great family resemblance, good padding. Um, she she was the standout for me. With Anitra winning, like, I can see it, but it's also sort of the same look she's been doing the whole season. Like, I feel like she just recycled this outfit from a couple of weeks ago. And Asia Azul, the poor thing, she did look like Jennifer Coolidge. I mean, I, I couldn't unsee that. And, yeah, Lucy was fine. Mistress, I thought she did a good job with the family resemblance, but that boa shrug thing on her um, teacher just, like, swallowed her up because it was the same colour fabric. So, I thought that was a bit of a stumble. But, yeah, I don't know. what did you think, Taylor? If they had mixed the boas to where one the that the teacher had the light blue boa and and mistress had the black boa that would have actually also brought them together even more i too was surprised that sasha didn't win i really thought that that was the best and her teacher seemed to be having the most fun out of everybody up there you know where she's she's a teacher but she's like oh i never had these before and is like touching her boobs and all that (laughs) kind of thing so it was it i really thought she looked the most like um there was the strongest family resemblance and that she was having the most fun out there. By the way, I want to call something out that I saw this week on the Discord. At Patreon, we have a Discord channel. And Christian went away for a business trip. Okay. And I guess wherever he went, he ran into a neat, not ran into, but he went to a show where Nietzsche was there. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wake up in the morning and I one of the I read the news, I look at this, word all this, blah 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 blah. And one of the things I do is I go to the Discord in the morning. And I'm scrolling through, and there's this post from Christian on Discord, Christian from Bring It to the Runaway. And he's like, Look who I saw. And it's a video of a Nietzsche. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool that he took this video and posted it on Discord. And then he's like, <laughs> he writes on there, I'm gonna go up to right now and invite her to be a guest on the pod. And I was like, 
what what podcast? Not my podcast. You know, I was like, what what is this thing that where he's inviting guests? I don't want guests on the podcast. I don't think he actually meant it. Oh, Nathan, I know this queen like nobody's he, business. Yes. Do you, so do you think he went up to her? Yes. I think a <laughs> hundred. I'll tell you why. He, in LA, he went somewhere and he ran into and was trying to get in his pants. Oh. And he goes, queen, I, I'm and I are texting each other and she wants to sleep with me. I might do it to get her on the pod. And I'm like, no, it's okay. Don't do it on account of this. You know, I don't know. Right. I'm fine. We don't on the fucking podcast. All right. So Joe Patance, podcast producer and pimp. Yeah. So it's the thing here where it's like, I, I, when did I give Christian agency to go invite? I've said this before. This show is not, we, I, this is not for the drag queens. If, If a drag queen listens. Here we go. Great. If a drag queen is great, I love it. Oh, by the way, I've never done this before, ever. And this might not come to anything because there's only like a week left. I usually just get tickets to the finale, right? Mm-hmm. But they're having it at the um, the Ace Hotel, and the tickets sold out in two seconds. I'm not even sure they released the downstairs tickets. And I the Ace Hotel feel- in Palm Springs? No, the one in downtown LA. The, um, I just thought the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> the one where they all gave them three days? No. And uh, it's really small downstairs in the Ace Hotel. So, but I only want the downstairs. If there is anybody listening who can hook a brother up, hmm. but I only want to be downstairs, message me, Media. Maybe I'm pre- pretty sure maybe there is. I'm sure it's a hard ticket to get. But like I've been strolling the ticket thing to see if they start releasing those. I don't think they ever released the downstairs tickets, but strolling and I'd pay top dollar for it. So where anyway, did the, where was before. last year's? Where did they do or um, was it? No, not last year's. The year the, the that there was nobody in the audience. The year with Candy Muse. So that was oh two that years was ago. at um, that might have been at the I can't Vegas. Remember, they only do it at one or two places. No, they only do it one or two places. They do it at oh last year they did in Vegas. But one okay. of two places, they do it at the Orpheum or they do it at the, it, it used to be called the UA Theater, but then the Ace Hotel bought the building next to it and they bought the theater. So it's called, okay. the, they call it the Ace Hotel, the Ace or whatever. So the Ace or at the Orpheum, which are across the street from each other. The Orpheum is significantly bigger than the Ace. Um, so that there would have been seats. But uh, this one, the down, it's a smaller, a much smaller theater, a more beautiful theater though. And uh, I tried. The, they were gone in seconds. And I think it was only the shitty seats in the balcony, which I wouldn't have done anyway. So if anybody out there, I have a connection that I might hit up. But if anybody out there has a connection for me to get tickets downstairs at the Ace for this coming finale, hit me up. Jobatance, Afterthought.media. All right. And and you know what? If you If you come through... I will send you a nude of whatever afterthought host you You can slate with Christian. Well, look, I want people to give me the ticket. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On the main stage, the teachers lip sync for their lives later in each. Oh, but I never finished my rant. This show is not meant for drag queens. Okay. This show is meant for the people. That's why. Because here's the deal. Here's the problem. I was just telling someone the other day. 
I've never interviewed, I've interviewed a bunch of these drag queens. And the one I've interviewed the most and is a lovely person is this Eureka O'Hare. Maybe five, six times I've interviewed her. Amazing. And now mm-hmm. since, ever since she's been on the show, I find it hard to say horrible, stupid shit about her because she's so nice. I don't want to get to know these people. I don't want to know them. They have nothing to say. They're going to say nothing. They're going to play, di- they're going to play diplomatically because they want to go on All-Stars. They want to keep doing shows. I do not want Anitra on this show. I'm making it official. I don't want her on the show. I don't want Mistress on this show. I don't want Lux on this show. I don't want anybody on this show. I do this show so that I can make fun of this Lucy LaDuca. I don't <laughs> want her on the show. I, I might be in my delusional era, but I think Bob the Drag Queen listens to this show. Because I listen to the Bob recaps. And sometimes Bob will say the exact same thing that we've said. And I'm like, Bob, do you listen? Or it's not that uncommon to have the same thoughts when you watch a show. True. Uh, the only thing I don't know about that, and I, the person who I'm going to talk about right now while listening could answer me. There is a, a big listener of the show who knows Bob really well. And uh, Bob is actually, I never, I don't play him that much, but Bob actually recorded like IDs for us. Like you're listening to afterthought.media or you're listening to afterthought media, but I have them. I've just never played them. So maybe this guy told Bob about them. I don't know. He'll, he'll write in. He's a big listener of the show. Big friend with Bob, known Bob since college. They went to college together. Good friends with Bob. Uh, he'll be able to answer the question. Um, okay. On the main stage, the teachers lip sync for their lives. Later, Anitra is named the winner of the challenge while Lux Noir London and Lucy LaDuca are placed in the bottom two forcing them to battle it out in a lip sync for their lives. The song For the Girls by Hayley Kiyoko. In the end, Lux is told Shantae you stay while Lucy is asked to sashay away. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Tell me about this lip sync. Tell me about the main stage. Tell me about everything. I want to hear about it. Let's start with you, Nathan. This Kaylee Cuoco, whoever she is, where does she get off being like, oh, yes, I was on Celebrity Drag Race. And I'm like, bitch, okay, some people watched it. Not a lot. And the people who did watch it probably don't remember who you are. I was like, who, who, who is this? Who is this Kaylee Cuoco? But at least she didn't sing along to her own lip sync song. So I give her points for that. I thought she was a blonde girl from uh, the, the show about the expecting. nerds. <laughs> the Big Bang Theory isn't, girl. <laughs> isn't she the girl with the nerds? The, the nerdy guys and the blonde girl? Isn't that her? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> Taylor, step in here. You watch a lot of TV. What are we talking? Who is this person? This show I is not for nerds. Yeah. If you're a nerd, yeah. do not I don't listen make to this, this show <laughs> for nerds. If you're a nerd, get out. If you're a nerd, don't listen to this show. Here's what I make this show for a fat fucking Mexican faggot who, for lunch today, he had greasy fried chicken from Albertsons because that's what was available. And uh, then uh, for breakfast, uh, he did have overnight oats, but then he he washed it down with a sausage McMuffin and a hash brown and a Diet Coke. This and then went to Starbucks and got a, a grande cold brew, extra oat milk, two Splenda shaken. That's who this show is meant for. Thank you, Taylor. Weigh in. I'm trying to find I, the the correct spelling of her name, and I can't. Haley Kiyoko is her name. It's not okay. not Cuoco. Cuoco, however you say it. And that that's Kaylee. That's Kaylee Cuoco. And this is Haley Kyoko. Taylor, I cannot get into this. I cannot get in <laughs> for reasons you and I both know I can't get into this. I think I can get into this. I'm, and if Taylor, if I because if, this is being recorded, this is not live. If this bothers you, I'll just take it out. 
Taylor and I were talking about two different people. Okay. One of them was a woman named Donna. Okay. And then there was another person named Donna, right? One spelled D-O-N-N-A and one spelled D-A-W-N-A. And we're talking, this is years ago, and I've never been able to talk about this. This is years ago that this happened. And I say, well, Donna this and Donna that. And then Taylor goes, who are you talking about? (laughs) And I go, Donna. He goes, well, that's not her. And I go, yes, yes. He's like, no, that's that's Donna. (laughs) There's Donna and there's Donna. They're they're two two different words. Like Donna. There's two different words. They're not even close. I'm like, no, one is Donna. One is Donna. No, they're both one, is, Donna. one is Donna. The other is Donna. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don, D-O-N, Dawn, D-A-W-N. No, uh, here it's, on they're the West different. Coast, we, no, in the West Coast, they're both said the same way. You say Dawn, <laughs> and then you, when, the, when, the, when the sun rises in the morning, that's Dawn. Right. You said Don and Dawn. You just no, said it. No, I did not. It's Don and Don. <sighs> no, he goes, he goes, but the point is, Nathan, he goes, I don't know who you're talking about. And I go, what do you mean? I go, I'm talking about Donna. Oh, no, no, no. You mean Donna. And I That's go, what no, French no, no, no. people are like when you speak French to them oh, in Paris. Really? And you're like, oh, bonjour. And they're like, what? What? And you say bonjour. And they go, ah, oh, bonjour. And you're like, fuck yeah. off. You knew what I said. You knew what I yeah. said. Well, I think, yeah, well, people, well, look, look at his name. Taylor, the latte boy. Mm-hmm. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Yeah. Anyway. Any other thoughts? Uh, on the, Any other thoughts? Wait, who went first? Nathan, did you went in? Taylor, did you go? No, I haven't gone yet. Okay, go ahead, Taylor. Um, I thought the lip sync was messy. Mm. I, I did not, for somebody, if we get something that says, you know, bitch, we're getting ready to see a show when mistress says that to Anitra. It was just, it was a lot of flailing around on Lux's part, a lot of standing in front of Lucy, which I think should be an immediate elimination for any time any queen has done that. It's not good um, sportsmanship. And it just was, it wasn't fun to watch. It was actually kind of uncomfortable to watch. Um, The only other thing is for the coming next week, they made the announcement of, and you know, and one of you will not be going to the finale. And I looked at my husband and went, "That's not true." Yeah, yeah, right. They're they're gonna have they're gonna have all four of them go. Yeah, I think so. Nathan, you said everything you have to say. Uh, one more thing. Um, so Rue, yeah. before they do their lip sync, he says, "I dedicate this performance to teachers everywhere." And I was like, "Can you dedicate the performance that someone else is performing?" I don't know if you can do that. Yeah, you can. Oh, well, good for She them. can do whatever she wants. Um, I, She's thought, I thought it was fun to see them lip sync. I thought, okay, with the lip sync, I agree with you, Taylor. It was pretty shit. Um, when I said fun to see them lip sync, I meant the teachers. The drag queens, not so great. Right. That that cartwheel yeah. that Lucy did was deplorable. I don't know what she was trying there. <laughs> and I'm sort of, I have mixed emotions. Can you, re- can you do a cartwheel, Nathan? Can you do no, a cartwheel? No, I, I cannot. Can, can you? Nate, Taylor? No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. Do it right now. Try. Oh god, this is. I been again don't words. have pants on, so I'm not getting up. No, I was trying to game it out. And I'm like, there's no way I'm able to do this. There's no way I'm able to do this and not go to the hospital. I was literally <laughs> like, how would I? <laughs> how would 
literally do that. I was like, I was literally like, you couldn't see that. I was sitting going like, how would I literally do this? And either not knock the castle Grayskull off or like the house comes down like the fucking big fat wolf or something like that, right? But how do I, how do I do it? I couldn't figure out a way You'll end up like your old roommate with blood all over your face. Yeah. This would be the scene in the movie in which we would see his legs and hear the whoa. And it would immediately cut to your parents down in the dining room looking, reading the paper. And they just kind of watch the dust come off of the ceiling fan and they just look at each other and go back to reading the paper. Oh, I thought it would be that I fall through on fall on the dining room table and like my dad's covered in dust, glasses, wipes him off his glasses and he has like a turkey. And I'm like, <laughs> Am I late for dinner? You know, I say something. You walked in with the arm casts like Lux last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I do that emo thing where all my friends sign it. Um, There are some notes I forgot to give. One is the lip sync lesson. I had a couple notes here. Lucy giving lip sync. She's like, let me tell you how lip sync works. I'm really good at this. I'm like, this bitch does not realize she's horrible at lip syncing. She's not Mm -hmm. good. She's just gone up against people who, A, had to go home or were worse. The other thing right. too is Anitra starts teaching the, the whoever hers is to duck walk. I'm like Aja right now is sticking a pen in her eye. Aja <laughs> right. is literally dying right now. And I know this is whole thing about appropriation and whatnot, but I, I I have bad news for the ballroom scene, which is I think Anitra now owns the duck walk, no matter what you think about yeah. it. Reminds me of a story of Richard Pryor was about to go on, like, I think he's going to film one of his comedy movies. You know, like, the, you know, the, he used to do these big stand-up comedy films. And mm-hmm. he was about to go on, or he was going to film it, it was going to be on TV, I don't remember what it was. And somebody went up to him and said, hey, this comic says you stole, that the, this joke you do is his. And he goes, not anymore, and went up on stage and did it. And then <laughs> that joke belonged to Richard Pryor. And I think that's sort of the position we are in now with Anitra and this duck walk. Um, those are pretty much all the notes I have. Have you said all your notes, Nathan, just to be extra sure? Yeah, I was just going to say, I, f- I have mi- mixed emotions about Lucy going. Like, I'm super glad she got kicked out. But also, knowing that next week is a Blame It on the Edit song, I thought that would have been really ironic to have her involvement on a Blame It on the Edit song. So, rest in peace, Lucy DeLuca. LaDuca. Taylor? No, I've said everything I need to say. Oh, someone's pissed. I am in so much trouble. I think it's about this Donna Donna thing. <laughs> no, no, you're not. I'm I, I, I'm fading fast. That's why I'm just sort of like, wrap it up. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? I want you to remember this. I want you to remember this motherfucker during All Stars when I'm like, okay, is there anything else? And you're like, did we talk about the history of voguing? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 help. Right? <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, why don't we call it a day there? That's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15. So for Tater the Latte Boy, Nathan Patrick Brown, and uh, myself. Witty catchphrase. Know what I mean? For listening to Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can also email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. 
For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can also watch video versions of the show and more over at youtube.com slash drag race recap. This podcast was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Nathan Brown on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Follow Joe Batons on Instagram and TikTok at Joe Batons. Special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Alex S. Anonymous. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Carter McKinnon. Corinna Williamson. Doofus Maximus. E. Smith. Elizabeth Timmer, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Kathy Zender, Lauren Eckert, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Mike Yeager, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Robert NYC, Robin Eganberger, Runner Brandon, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travi Cosmos, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.